freedom is a hot topic in American history, from the early days of the revolution to the civil war with the issue of slavery, to even today as many Americans argue over civil liberties and rights. This week, Jesus talks of another freedom, freedom from sin. Though some don't understand what he's talking about, Jesus gives a clear answer to what that freedom is. Here's the story. Jesus said to the Jews who had believed in him, If you continue in my word, you are truly my disciples, and you will know the truth, and the truth will make you free. They answered him, We are descendants of Abraham, and have never been slaves to anyone. What do you mean by saying, You will be made free? Jesus answered them, Very truly I tell you, everyone who commits sin is a slave to sin. The slave does not have a permanent place in the household. The son has a place there forever. So if the son makes you free, you will be free indeed. This week, we, or Lutherans if I may clarify, will celebrate the anniversary of the Reformation, which is marked by Luther's action of nailing a certain 95 thesis to the door of the church in Wittenberg, Germany. And I've heard some Lutherans marking this as a sort of Independence Day from the Catholic Church, which is not really the case. In fact, it's technically wrong. Luther didn't really seek to break away from the church in Rome. He wanted to reform it. He wanted to reform the church, correct abuses that were taking place. Hence, we call it Reformation, not Independence. One of the main sticking points was freedom from sin by grace through faith in Jesus Christ, not by works, such as giving indulgences, saying so many masses to get your loved one into heaven, or doing some other act uh, to gain favor with God. I mean, there are other things going on too, uh, such as withholding the Eucharist, a means of grace from the people and only having the priest receive it. You know, everybody just kind of sat there and watched. Uh, or you would have Mass in the Latin Vulgate, complete with the scripture, read in the Latin Vulgate, which nobody understood. Thus, people went to Mass as a work to gain favor with God, and that's just about how far their spiritual growth went. I mean, that was it. So, Luther, seeing these things, set out to reform the church, and he ended up getting kicked out of the Roman church through a, and through a series of events. Uh, he found himself with a group of colleagues who understood what he was getting at, and with the protection of wealthy princes in northern Germany, he continued his re- reform of the church. And the churches that were in those territories up north, and they eventually became known as Lutheran churches. But let's get back to the gospel. Jesus talks to his followers about truth and the freedom that truth will bring. His followers, they're not understanding what Jesus is talking about, and they actually affirm their bondage to sin. We are descendants of Abraham and have never been slaves to anyone. Though they have never been slaves physically, by professing their lineage to Abraham, the first covenant, they put themselves under the law. And Jesus clarifies that those who commit sin is a slave to sin under the law, which acknowledges sin, points out sin, but doesn't offer freedom from sin. But those who believe in the Son or Christ, are made free by the Son to be not children of Abraham, but they are made children of God. They are no longer slaves to sin, but they are made free from sin by grace through faith in Jesus Christ.
theologian Karl Barth was asked to describe Jesus in one sentence, and his response was grace, pure grace. This is God's answer to our bondage to sin. Today you'll find many versions of this pure grace gospel that I, I don't think Luther will agree with. There's prosperity gospel or works righteousness gospel. And if you look at them closely, they actually advocate works to gain favor with God. If you give such and such to a certain church or televangelist ministry, God will give you money or prosperity. If you do good works, you'll become more holy, more righteous. And if you don't, well, you're backsliding and in danger of eternal punishment. I think these stray away from the core of what Luther taught about the gospel of grace, i.e. is free. That's why when Lutherans celebrate the Eucharist, we don't take communion, we receive it. Which I guess is the only action anyone can do in the face of this inconceivably pure grace. Receive it and be made free indeed.